Welcome back to another episode of Unpack That with Brie and Kat. Hello. Yo. All right, guys. So today I we're... Like yo. yo. That was a nice... We should, hey, she threw that one in there. It was um, good. She, she threw me a curveball. <laughs> she threw all of us a curveball. Okay, go uh, ahead. Anywho, <laughs> what are we getting into? We're getting into... We're getting into the, the trenches today. We're yeah. going to be discussing... Are we always... We're going to be discussing... What the fuck? We're still trying to we're climb be, out of the trenches. We're going to be discussing... Um, Imposter syndrome and social media fears. Yes. It's going to be a good one for y'all. So what are we starting off with? We're going to go right so, into it. So, yeah, we're just we're jumping just in, hammering in, hammering in this fucking app. Um, <laughs> buckle up, grab a snack. Um, when was your first experience with imposter syndrome? Let's start with that. You go first. So for me. Ask the question and then also and then answer. It. <laughs> Ask, answer, receive. <laughs> Go. Ask yourself a question. <laughs> and then I'll answer after you. Yes. Um yes. So my first experience that I can remember, I feel like I've probably experienced this like multiple times, like growing up for sure. But the one that really sticks out to me was probably my last prep going to nationals that spanned from my first show of the season, which was in November, and then my nationals for bodybuilding for people that aren't aware. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't put my phone in D&D. Sorry. I just had a notification come in. That's why I put it on D&D. I was like, hello? Okay. <laughs> hello. Um, so it's in D&D now. Um, anyways, yeah. From the time that I did my show until Nationals, which is the first week in December, that was like four-ish weeks. And I felt a lot of imposter syndrome because my goal was in November to win the overall, which I didn't win the overall. And I had it in my head for so many months that I was going to win the overall. And then when mm. I did it, and that was supposed to be, like, my – what is the word? Um, not ignition. Um, mm. It's like what gangs do. Initiation. Initiation, yeah. <laughs> it's like what gangs do. I've heard. Casually. I got it. It's just what gangs do. In my head. It's, like what, cool. it's and they, what sororities do. <laughs> <laughs> Two types of people. Sororities and tanks. Uh, <laughs> Personality. Cat listens to country and I obviously listen to rap yep. music. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. So it was like my initiation like to be worthy to go to nationals because mm. I felt like the last time that I competed, I did win my class, but I missed the overall. Right. And then I went to nationals the exact same amount of time, about four weeks later, and I got last fucking call outs and did awful. So in my head, I was like, oh my God, it's repeating. Like, I'm repeating history. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm just going to go and get last call outs again. Why am I doing this? I like, I'm not ready. I shouldn't even be stepping on stage. This is like, this is silly. I didn't win that overall. So that was like the first. Yeah. Like, well, not first, but the most. Like a core. Yeah, that one that one was really bad because I just was like every day second guessing like why am I doing this and it just it sucked to lose. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was rough. Yeah, that's uh honestly listening to you talk, I'm like, oh my god, I'm supposed to get on a stage in four months. There's no fucking way. Like I literally just got like a like a knot in my stomach listening to that because I'm like, oh my god, is it gonna be me? Like. Because I'm struggling with that right now. Like, I'm literally in the same boat as her. And it, that's, like, probably my biggest one right now that I'm going through currently. Not my first one. But, like, being a first-time competitor and literally just kind of, like, stumbling into the sport. Because people were like, are you competing? And I was like, in fucking what? Like, I didn't know. I didn't know. What am I competing that for? That me when I first I, started. Do you want to have a deadlift competition? Do you want to, like, deadlift off in this gym? Like, I just did not understand, like, what. I didn't know anything about it. I was just in there for fucking fun. Not really. I was in there because I was pissed off. But point being. Yeah. Um, it's just <laughs> eventually I had someone showed me and I was like, oh, okay, sure. I'll... Okay. Yeah, well, I should. Fun. Yeah. Like once I stopped being angry in the gym, I was like, oh, maybe I should do something fun with it. So here I am. Felt and that's that one. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> um, I think just one of the reasons I struggle with, with it the most is because I'm not competitive. I've never. Uh, I'm fuck. I like to read books. I don't fucking like to. I'm not in that area confrontational. I'm not like going to get pissed off and I'm just, I want just like the participation trophy. You know what I mean? Like I'm like one of those people, what? which I I just never, dude, I didn't play sports growing up. I, I was uh, like, I was such a book nerd that I just never got that competitive spirit in me. So, yeah. you know, I think it's for me, I feel like, well, am I, should I even be doing this? Because I don't, it's not that I don't, I, I would love to win, but it's not going to, like affect me i guess like mm-hmm. of course it would be cool but um 
so that's that's where I'm kind of like, oh, I feel like I you have to be competitive to to do this. You know what I mean? Um, I think so it might bring it out of you once you actually do it. You think? Yeah, because you get passionate about things, and I feel like you want to do your best and bring your best with things I do. that you're passionate. I do. Yeah. So I think once you do it, it's going to bring out that competitive side because obviously. When you put all that work into something, you don't want to get up there and get a participation trophy. You want to win the fucking show. Definitely, I like to just get like first, like getting call outs. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking that's like my big goal because again, I don't want to get like kind of like what you said. Yeah. Like I don't want to have this. Like I'm gonna, you know. But like, of course, I want to do well. And you know, like I said, I I just want to be able to get up there and say that I, you know, you did. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. I think with like your first show, for me now, I go into all the shows saying I'm going to win the whole fucking thing because I, love that. I want to get to that point. You will. But my first show, I literally, my only goal was to see if I even liked getting on stage because yes. I had no expectations. I didn't yep. think I was going to do well at all. And then I was standing there getting first call out, splitting center, took second place. And I was like, wow, that felt really cool. But wow. next time I want to actually win. But I went in with no expectations. Cool. I just wanted to see if I liked it or not, and if I wanted to actually pursue it as a, like a hobby. Yeah. And after my shirt, my shirt show, geez. <laughs> after my first show, I realized that it was something that I wanted to pursue. So I think it'll be the same for you. So I think you're going into it with a good mindset because yeah. you really don't know what to expect. It's uncharted yeah. waters for no you. No idea. So it's just like if you go in without expectations, I just feel like. It, what's there to lose yeah like i'll know right then and there yeah if this exactly. is for me or not yeah. and then it's not like oh my god i spent all this time it's like no i'm i'm prepared for either option of like loving it or being like okay this was fun and yeah. i'm going to never do this again but yeah. i can say i did it i've got you know so anyway um that's my current big big imposter syndrome um, yeah well, and that's makes a lot of sense too, yeah. especially with like competing and it's because it's like something you've never done so i feel like that's really natural to have um, imposter syndrome with stuff that you're unfamiliar with yeah and i think that kind of leads into like a kind of what happens when you have imposter syndrome which is like self-sabotaging yeah i was telling brie earlier in a voice memo um she's like bitch when were you telling me earlier like i just got here Um, (laughs) i was telling in a voice memo like i have noticed that like the closer it gets the more i'm like trying to find reasons to push the show Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to get the posing down because I, you know, it takes me a while to pick things up. And, oh, like I, you know, I, with cheat meals, I'm like, oh, I can, you know, just do it on my arm day, not my leg day. Like I'm just finding these little reasons to not be ready for it because I feel like what in the hell are you doing getting up on a stage? Yeah. Like it, and, and that I think stems to like, I'm looking back at like all the reasons why. And it's like, I, whenever I switch gyms, which I have frequently because I've moved a ton in the last year, but like, I immediately feel like I'm a day one person stepping in the gym like i'll literally be like am i deadlifting correctly am i am i is my form okay like Uh i immediately am like i feel like i'm back at square one stepping into the gym i feel like i'm interesting it's the the complete opposite i like kind of get jitters when i go to a new gym like but it's more so because i have social anxiety and i don't want to talk to people and i don't want to be I don't want to walk into a gym and not know where, where equipment is. That's right. the only anxiety I get. But I don't ever second guess like my form or anything. I'm always yeah. like, I walk into it a little like not arrogant, but I know what I'm doing. Right. So I've never experienced that. So that's that's fascinating that you yeah. feel like you're not e- like it's your first day. It's not even. Yeah. And it's it's really it's not crippling, but it's kind of like I, I catch my own self thinking. I'm like, what the like, why are you, I literally texted my coach one time. I was like, am I doing these RDLs right? Like, I just literally was <laughs> like, I, she was like, yes, like, you're fine. You're- and I'm like, I don't know. I, I just, I can't explain it. It's like, I walk in a gym and I, and that's, I think, leading into the next point of comparison. Like, I think the reason we all get this horrible imposter syndrome is because we're looking at people and we're going, oh my God, they're here and I'm here. Like, what if they're laughing at me because I haven't gotten to where their level is, you know? Yeah, like, for sure. And that's probably insane for people to hear coming from us because they're looking at their day one and our day, you know, we're years in now, but we're looking at people who are even further down the line. And so, uh, I think that kind of leads into like how we cope with the imposter syndrome. So what, Mm -hmm. what are kind of, when you catch yourself doing it and like feeling it, what, how do you shift out of that funk? Oh God. I'm like still trying to work through that because I feel Mm -hmm. like I haven't really figured out how. Right. I just kind of push through it until I don't feel like I am an imposter. Yeah. But I do – I mean, it helps to talk to somebody too about like like talking to you 
or yesterday talking to Dave, uh, our camera sound guy, he, I was talking to him about just like, I've been very frustrated with the growth on Instagram the last couple of weeks because I went from gaining like thousands of followers in the last month to barely a hundred mm-hmm. and I'm posting, I'm doing exactly what I've been doing, but it's not reaching people. And then I posted TikTok and it only, only 200 people see it. Like I've, and then the podcast, I've just, everything has been so slow moving the last couple of weeks that mm-hmm. I just felt I was comparing myself to everybody else. Like yep. I have friends that have literally gone from a couple thousand followers to over a hundred thousand in the last year. Yep. I have been grinding my ass off on social media for a year and a half and I haven't seen even a quarter of that growth. Yeah. And so for me, it's, I almost am like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Why am I wasting all this time on a stupid dream to be an influencer or right. online coach? <laughs> like when obviously I'm not putting shit out that people give a shit about because I'm not at 150,000 followers. Right. Like all of my other friends that I started out with more followers than them, but they fucking passed me and some. Mm. So I'm like, why am I doing this if yeah. I'm not what people want to watch or look at or look up to? Yeah. And I just, I go through these moments where I'm like, I'm going to give up. I just can't keep doing this because it just takes a toll on my mental health because I want to do this so badly that, and I think that's another stem like where imposter syndrome comes from is you're so you want something so badly and you want it to be you want it to work and you want to be good at it that you you almost like you said self-sabotage but you also compare yourself to everybody else because you want that so bad and it's not happening or it's not happening fast enough and it just i feel like you can just spiral out of control and it just yeah it I don't really know. I don't have the answers to like how to move past it. I would just say. Cause you're still trying to, I mean, if you don't have the answer, that's yeah. Okay. Just trying to like, that's honest. Like, yeah. I mean, the only thing that kind of helps because I've experienced this a lot, especially like, as you know, mm-hmm. whenever my following is like slowed, I stress out about it. She does. But as soon as I stop stressing and just continue to do what I'm doing and it starts to go back up again, once mm-hmm. I take the pressure off of myself, and just realize, like, social media literally ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And Dave yeah. literally was like, dude, people that have 500,000 followers are looking at the people that have a million. Or the people with 100,000 yeah. followers are looking at the people with 250,000. such a good point. Like, nobody's ever going to be satisfied with it. No. So it's like, as long That's as you're happy point. with what you're doing, then it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. just keep doing it. It's going to eventually take off. Yeah. So I just have to remind myself, it's not. And this is with everything. It's not I you. Can't, it's, it's all of you. It's no, all <laughs> it's not me it's y'all damn it no it's just i can't compare my journey to everybody else's because it's gonna fucking happen at some point i just need to like weather the storm and honestly i post what the fuck i want to post and i like what i post and if people don't like it i watch my tiktoks all the time because i think it's fucking hilarious i try to perceive myself as a stranger and i'm like that's fucking good yeah literally that's fucking and i also just want to like listen to myself and laugh because i think we're so fucking funny exactly and i think i'm hilarious and i like what i post so i'll watch my own stories and i just so it's like if y'all don't like it i don't fucking care because i like it so i have to remind myself like would I rather be posting shit that I don't even fucking like mm. just because people do? Or would I rather post that. shit that like I enjoy and feel fulfilled as a person than knowing your content isn't authentic, which is yeah. a serious problem right now that I'm about to get into, actually. You know, get I'm into t- it, girl. I'm touched ready. on it. I've got a story and you already know. Let her rip. So uh <laughs> this one girl I used to be friends with, she's an influencer. Um Ugh. she was one of those that I've mentioned her before, but she really opened my eyes into how um, inauthentic uh, social media can be. Because I'm over crazy. here. I've got, like, you know, I've got very black and white thinking. I'm thinking, you post on Instagram? That's who you are. Okay, no. Yeah. No. People are literally out here just fucking copying yeah. people. Or people that, like, post shit and you think their- it's in real time. And it's like, bro, that, that picture's from months ago. Like, people yeah. aren't actually doing this or they don't look like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I post pictures. I was say, that I, I did that today. I literally <laughs> did that. Yeah, I yeah, do I that like, all the time. But. but it's obviously from my fucking skinny days, or what? Not skinny, from my slimmer days last year. Yeah. Um, but more so, I see it when I was friends with this person. I noticed that she one hundred thousand million percent was only posting things based on it, this. I remember vividly. She'd be like, "This is going to do really well. I think this is going to do well." And then like she'd be checking it constantly, and then like. 
she would post something that just was not like, did you see what I think it's like, it just was like all about what other people were going to think. And like, there was no like person there, you know, it yeah. was just like she's a just collection of, yeah, it was a collection of trends and yeah. like with her own little kind of semi twist on it. But like, you know, the person that I saw and this is what's, uh, we already kind of talked about this, but like, it's discouraging to see, you know, and this is why I stand. I, I think this is why I don't struggle. And we're going to talk about this too with Instagram and TikTok. I don't struggle on Instagram because after seeing that, it gave me a lot of perspective on, I would, I do not want to be as miserable as that person is with fucking mm-hmm. 500K mm-hmm. on everything, brand deals, like literally with a big name brand and still fucking miserable. You know what well, I mean? Because like, she lets the numbers determine yeah. her literal, like, like emotions for the day. Like, Well, and it's like she... Think of how exhausting that would be to, to go and hunt down all these trends because you're not you don't have a personality, but you have to keep up with everybody Other else's people's personalities. personalities. And like you have that many people following yeah. you expecting something. Yeah. But you're not even being you. That's no. exhausting. And thinking other people literally cannot fucking see that. I was like, that's, is this yeah. real right now? Like I can see you're literally not even like and that's but the people this, this like generation. believe it though. Yeah. Oh, because, I know. Like, and it's like you have no fucking idea. People are so naive when yeah. it comes to social media. Like, oh, and it's she's like presenting this, and then it's like, oh, behind like little doors. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think that's where I I have not invested. And we talked like you just said, the moment you stop being upset about it is the moment it happens. So mm-hmm. like I told Brie and Dave last week, I was like, I'm gonna get to 10k on Instagram. And I just did. I hit it. I, I wasn't posting much. Um, and I just, I hit it. I hit my goal and it wasn't, I wasn't, you know, I just have chosen to not be stressed about Instagram. Um, but again, I, and I think that's probably a good thing to share with you is just that, that extreme thing that I saw and how miserable it can make people yeah. when you're big too. And so, um, yeah, I'm thankful for the authenticity that we do bring to our pages, you know, cause yeah. it would be, imagine how miserable it is to not even be able to do that. And yeah. know that every every bit of what you have done is a fraud. That's Ew. miserable. Yeah. That's that's literally. I'll stick with my 10k. I'm fucking good. Yeah. Like, at least I know that when you see that and you meet me, that shit aligns. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, that's my speech on that. But uh, what else were we going to talk about? Oh, oh. Uh. Well, that'll lead. I don't know why I'm like leading into everything. Um. I'm like, and that leads into my next point because I can't <laughs> stop fucking talking. Um. <laughs> the um Instagram slash TikTok anxiety. So Brie, yeah. we have opposite problems. Brie gets very anxious about Instagram. I get very anxious about TikTok, and like we kind of have imposter syndrome in different ways with mm-hmm. that. So why don't you go ahead and so talk for- about your TikTok anxiety? Yeah, dude. Ugh. TikTok first off um that app I don't know what it is about this app but it just stresses me out to my fucking core I don't know why it's literally a reel but like it on a different app but reels do not scare me nearly as much as TikTok nope so I don't know dude I just think I love Instagram I don't really have any issues at all like I'll post whatever the fuck I want I don't care and I'll post three fucking times a day. I'll mm. post a zillion stories. I literally do not care. I will post stories of me with no makeup on with seven-day-old hair yeah. talking about the traffic. Like, I don't care. I'm going to post whatever the fuck I want to post. But then on TikTok, I'm like, I I just, <laughs> it's like I go blank. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to post out there? Yeah. Like, I just, I don't, it's like right now, I, like, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, yeah. I don't know what to post on TikTok. And it's no different it is different, but it's yeah. really not. It's a social media platform that people can perceive me as. And I get super stressed and anxious about TikTok because I have no idea what to post. And I know that I should be more active on there because it's going to help my Instagram. It's going to help the podcast. It's going to help my training. But I just run into these roadblocks where it's like my brain doesn't, my creativity just goes out the door. I don't yeah. know what to say. Because yeah. I think it's because I just, I watch TikTok because I started watching TikToks. Like I had a TikTok for like a year and a half before I actually post a video just to really watch, felt that. <laughs> just to watch the videos. And people are so fucking funny. Yeah. And I love TikTok. It's such, I, I can spend hours on there just scrolling because it's so funny. It is. And then I think that gets in my head because I'm like, I'm not that funny. I knew that's what it was. I was like, she's, she's comparing how, because it's different and on TikTok, yeah. you're seeing personality. You're seeing you have to literally show who you are a hundred percent. There's no, cause think about it. Instagram is stag- is um, static and yeah, you're, you're posting a reel, but you're not talking in it. Oh, I, I talk so, all the time in my food ones. 
That's true. So, I mean, if that's you take, why if you take like, that concept and apply it to TikTok. I don't know why it's so yeah. different because it's literally the same fucking thing. Yeah. I, and I talk in my stories all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's you like, do. Yeah. Like, why am I – I don't know what it is about TikTok, but I think it just is because I'm I'm overthinking the creativity and I need to just – which I'm trying to work past and, like right. – but sometimes I just forget about it because I just, like – Instagram is just Instagram has my heart, you know. Yeah. No, TikTok's my side chick. Like I just don't really. It's loaded me with Instagram. Yeah. So, but I've seen because you had the same issue, and like we talked about like TikTok yeah. and Instagram, and you've gotten so much better with posting yeah. consistently on Instagram, and I've noticed that, and I've noticed your growth on both platforms, and I'm like, okay, I need to fucking get better with this because like, Cat has conquered her fears, and she's posting. Sure. And I'm missing out on a lot of stuff that I could potentially get yeah. if I grow. A lot of my followers. Yeah. yeah. I just, when it comes to creativity, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to say? And I, I because think. Because it also, sorry to cut you off. No, good. But the last couple, like, talks I've posted that I thought were fucking hilarious or, like, fun, they reach nobody at all. Like, yeah. it'll literally, I'll look at all my analytics and, like, right when I first started posting a year ago, mm-hmm. it was reaching thousands of people. Yeah. Thousands. And then recently, last couple months, it reaches, like, a couple hundred. That's it. And it yeah. just, after, like, it just gets discouraging because I'm like, why? Like, I'd rather put my energy somewhere else, like Instagram, because I know I'm going to continue to grow th- through Instagram since it's been steady over the year, the past like year and a half. Yeah. And TikTok, it's like, how am I supposed to fight the algorithm? Like they're not showing my shit. So well, I say that to say, like, well, I didn't say anything actually, but <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just be speaking. Um I say that to I say, say, that to say after so, I really, said nothing. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, I think like I have a couple thoughts but um I, I hate to be the fucking psychologist every fucking time but no it's that, no i don't i don't hate it no either. she loves <laughs> her yeah this is what she does analyzing is my kink yeah. um <laughs> so um i think and we're gonna get into this later because i'm not trying to fucking deep dive into our fucking family histories but like i feel like when you grow up with a specific kind of parent um as we have uh you take it's harder to be, it's harder to believe in your creativity because that parent will, has Kyla kind of silenced that for so long. And yeah. there's, there was no move you could make half the time that was correct in their eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I see that. And, you know, that's when you start to question yourself of like, for Instagram, it's all about aesthetics and it's all about being perfect. And that's what you have to be for a toxic parent is perfect. You yeah. know? So with TikTok, you have to be a little more vulnerable. You have to really show who you, I mean, like literally like it's like Snapchat. It's like when you take a Snapchat story, like it's it's all you, it's all you, man. You're like, hello, I'm in the, I'm in the the bear. Like you can see me. You know what I mean? It's like, you're in the what? The bear. I was going to say like the nude, but oh, not the nude. Oh, I was like, I was I thinking bear. like a grizzly. I was so like, was I, what? I'm, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Because I'm watching that fucking survival show. Yeah, there's grizzlies. Be. So yeah. I mean, there's like a bear. I'm where? where? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's kind of what I've, um, like analyzed about your anxiety is and for anybody listening to this like tiktok can be harder for people because you really have to you know you have to talk about yourself like that in a way that relates to other people you know what i mean and half the time those are controversial opinions and so if you don't like for me, I post things that are very people are up in my comment section. I think that's another reason why. And that's another thing. Like, because like the and, couple of times that I posted, like I t- I fucking said leg curl instead of leg extension on something, mm-hmm. like an idiot. Even though I've been doing this for like it's fine seven and a half years, like yeah. it happens. Yeah, it's a type bro. Of- I got on at TikTok the next day and I was being fucking dragged. <laughs> like I'm not laughing. It's these just, it's people so were so fucking mean. Yeah, I deleted. Deleted the fucking TikTok and I I boycotted TikTok for she like did. a week and a half. I was like, I'm not fucking dealing with this yeah. shit. Like, I'm not gonna have y'all coming at me from both fucking angles on Instagram and TikTok. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna fucking do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like why, because the people on TikTok are much more ruthless and mean. Yeah, because there, there's more trolls on TikTok, and it's because people are more vulnerable on TikTok. I'm telling yeah. you, like these, it's literally what Jordan Peterson said. Like these trolls are literally enjoying the taking the happiness out of you know whatever we're doing in any way they can that's the only thing they could take so um it's it's 
it, I struggled with it for a long time. And obviously, cause we talked about this, I would kind of the opposite problem. Whenever my videos pop off, I literally fucking have a conniption and I'm like, I'm fucking deleting a it. Conniption. I literally, dude, it got to my video the other day, got to 3 million. And I was like, I'm literally deactivating my account. Like, she, like cannot she, handle guys, the pressure. She literally does. The like every time it gets, worse, it gets viral. She's like having anxiety attack yeah. and wants to delete it. She's deleted viral TikTok. I have multiple times. Multiple like she times. had to take a whole weekend. Dude, uh, Y'all, when I tell you I have not, like, gone this long without talking to Kat, it was, like, two days. And I was, like, I'm sending voice voice memos, sending all these fucking things, and I'm, like, I see her posting on her Instagram story, so I know she's not dead. I was AWOL. Uh, And then, dude, I immediately went to, like, because I have abandonment issues, like, up the fucking ass, like, for my mother, and, like, I was, like, all of the the, the last, like, fucking two years of dating men and having them ghost me completely, I was literally, like, Am I getting ghosted again? <laughs> like, I was literally, like, having a meltdown. I'm like, did I so say sorry. something? Like, I, I was, like, know. playing it over my head. Like, oh, my God. Like, what did I say? The last interaction I had with her, what did I say? Was it something I said? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. At all. But I did not know this. I had to, like, kind of, like, reel myself in and be like, dude, it's, like, you didn't say anything. It's, like, she's just fucking having a weekend with her boyfriend at the park. Like, you need to chill the fuck out. But Kat needed to, like, unplug from social media because of those trolls, which is understandable. Yep. Yeah, and it's that's it's just more exposure therapy, unfortunately, and that's kind of what we talked about today. Was yeah. the more we get people following us, no matter what platform it is, we're gonna get more hate. It's just gonna happen. I mean, there's there's it's just the age we're in of there's miserable ass people out mm-hmm. there, and luckily, learning about them. This is what's helped me. Is I, as y'all know, I love to study psychopaths, sociopaths, all you know, the fucking dark triad, whatever. But it helps me realize when I see that when I'm starting to see those comments, I know what kind of person you are. Yeah. And that is pathological. You are miserable. And that's why you're here. And if I respond to you, you know, in a, in a volatile way, that's just hurting me. And so I I made that decision this weekend. It's fucking blowing up and I'm getting a million comments, but I was like, you know what? I'm done looking at it. I'm done. It blew up. Great. I'm not answering. I'm sorry. Hold for questions, please. Like, you know, I'm not signing autographs. Like, it's just like, (laughs) I just can't deal with reading it so and i'm sure that's what celebrities do dude like they probably they probably have to not read the comments well, imagine dude, how much hate they get like look at like, here my fucking 15K, like yeah like oh, she doesn't respond to any of them yeah. they don't respond to them they yeah. probably don't even look at them because yeah. that's what every celebrity or like well-known person says that i've heard on multiple occasions they mm-hmm. all say the biggest mistake is looking at the comments like don't I look agree. at the comments and it's like Bro, people are mean People they are very are. mean. They are so mean. They're and like, quick to discredit, especially if you're pretty. But I heard somebody commented something. I saw this today. They said, no happy person leaves hateful comments. God, I'm going to use that next time. Yeah. I'm just going to so, start putting that as the caption. Bro, literally. And it's like, that is such a true statement. Because it's like, if someone's genuinely happy, what do you have to say back? Yeah. You don't. You'll say something nice. You're like, if you're what? genuinely happy, you're going to like bring that person up or leave a like emoji of like or keep going or be something like yeah, lifting. but if you're you. miserable and having a terrible day of course you're gonna fucking leave a nasty comment so yeah. it's like oh that makes sense yeah i i it's have such to a great like view, dude like, isn't mindset. it yeah that like clicked to my brain i was like wow that is so true and it just proves our point that these people are just trolling because they're super insecure and unhappy and like honestly we're doing a fucking public service by taking the bullying and i'll take it for these fucking trolls like if you're gonna bully anyone it can definitely be me yeah if it makes you feel better and you don't like fucking do something drastic with your life i'll take it for you like i'm secure enough in myself like sometimes the comments do get to me Mm -hmm. but it's more so i'm fine with the physical like Mm -hmm. people always rip my fucking appearance part and they always like say something about that Mm -hmm. but the most recent one was like my opinion on the drug addict episode that was a new fucking culture shock yeah that one was different that's a rough one (laughs) but after going through that and coming out okay no i'm great actually yeah i'm fine nothing happened i persevered these people didn't change my outlook they actually just helped my algorithm so it's like yes you're pushing my video. Exactly. Like, y'all are helping me. So thank you for leaving these nasty comments. Because you're going to leave a nasty comment, and then other people are going to be like, you're a fucking prick, and they're going to start yep. arguing, and that's going to boost my my video yep. or my picture. So it's yep. like, great. Thanks, bro. They don't get this bump. Yeah. You helped me out. <laughs> and if you just don't even – and that's that's true. If you just don't watch it, this, the interactions are still going to be there. Like, 
Dude, I've seen people, like, I'll just occasionally, like, act, you know, click on notifications or whatever. I'm like, damn, this argument's been going on for weeks. Yeah. Y'all are still coming at each other in the comments. They're like, you know, it's like people are just addicted to negativity. And so. And they're bored. They're so bored. They're so bored. And it's They're like, probably sitting in a nine to five job that they absolutely hate. And they're going home user one, two, to. User four. Yeah, to nobody. They're going home to an empty house. They don't have or a wife a or kids. They or they're going. Yeah, or that. And they're overweight. They don't go to the gym. They just play Fortnite. Like yep. they live for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. And all they do on the weekend is sit on their ass and play Fortnite. Yep. And go to Walmart. And no, no, no. no. They'll have Get Walmart deliver the their groceries. Yeah. 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 Like these people have nothing there that's going for them. And so when they see the people that are doing things that actually make them happy, they're going to try to bring you down to their level. It's like misery loves company, but amplified. Mm -hmm. It's like, for you sure. really want me to, to get upset in these comments? And well, it's like, I, why would we raise for one? Like stress is so bad for the body. Yeah. So why would like our heart rate, like why would we increase any of that stuff for these random people on the yep. internet? That we, that would never say that to our face yeah. that like, it's just, it's not worth it because you putting stress on your body and stressing yourself out over something that you have no control over these people saying it. Yep. If, as long as you're happy that you put out on the internet, just, like, who cares? Yeah. Bye. And there's just always going to be somebody. And, yeah, it's, it's really good exposure therapy, I will say. Like, she's, again, kept me accountable for not deleting my stuff. Cause yeah. I'm like, Ugh. Well, I'm but, like, dude, this is going to help your following and the podcast. But then I'm like, <laughs> but you need to. You need to, too. And and that's one thing that we, we're trying to kind of get under, under wraps. Not under wraps, but what we're trying to conquer is, you know, her having her own niche, which is obviously your, your, your own niche. Like my, my whole, I mean, pretty much my whole love for everything is psychology and, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's a, that's my whole thing on my TikTok. But like for her, we're trying to get her to like find that thing where she's comfortable talking about things, passionate about talking about them. And then she's going to get the right people like in her comments, yeah. you know, like, because as I will say is, and of course we all focus on the negative, but like as much negative as there is, there's also people who are like, curious and have comments and how did you do this and can you elaborate on that and oh oh my god like i relate to this and they they look past my physical appearance and they see like okay you can struggle and this sounds so fucking narcissistic but like you you can struggle and still be pretty you know what i mean like the, there's yeah. something in this fucking society where like you cannot be pretty and have ever gone through anything you know yeah, it's like so i know a hundred fucking percent when i post something about you know, whatever mental struggle I've gone through, people are like, yeah, fucking right. And that's all this. They literally, literally look at how I look and they're like, you, you don't. And I'm like, it's like, what is it? Only I used to wear hot topic. Yeah, supposed to go through fucking trauma. Dude, like that. Yeah. You're supposed to let yourself go after yeah. trauma. Like, well, and that's, that's, and it says so much about our, like what we think of people. Like, yeah, I was posting about autism the other day. That's the one that went viral. And people were like, you know, it was just, they were like, oh, you know, it was like their perception of autism was ugly. And yeah. just the, the yeah. most extreme. Like, you don't it. look like it. You don't like, look, what does yeah. autism look like? What? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Tell how, me. How does like, that have look? you met autism yeah. in person? You know what yeah. they look like? You're, you're fucking You're stupid. thinking of Down syndrome and Down syndrome only. You're thinking of literally the most but extreme. But even that, it's like, it. dude. That's not ugly. Like, like mental illnesses don't look like anything. Yeah. There's no <laughs> fucking. Look, it's like a psychopath. Like, literally. They don't wear signs on their forehead saying, I'm a fucking serial killer. Like, how yeah. How can you sit there and you say can't. that? Like, you can't. You can't yeah. just be like, it. Look, you don't look like it. Or no, you, you do don't. look like it. Yeah. It's like, what does it look yeah. like, though? It's different on every mm -hmm. single person. And so, I know if I look different, they wouldn't be saying that. Exactly. And that's, like, that's the shittiest part. If you part. did have Down syndrome, mm -hmm. they would not be. They'd be hyping you up. Yep. Oh, my God. Thanks for sharing. And You're so if I, strong. If I just looked you know, less how I look, it would be yeah. like, oh, like if I looked insecure or if I gave yeah. off, you know, like a, you know, shot, whatever, if I gave up. But, but again, people come at me because they see how I look they and see it's a pretty it's, girl yeah. and they're like, you're lying. Yeah. And that's, and I think that goes back to the imposter syndrome of mm -hmm. the amount of people that fucking gaslight me and everybody else in these fucking apps. That's why you see so many people going and getting these fucking diagnoses because you'll share something about your experience and it triggers the invalidation that we've experienced in our childhood with our parents. Oh, it's not that safe. You know, the things we talked about on our last podcast, if someone it's triggering that dude, and we're thinking, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Well, maybe I don't experience this. Maybe I made it up. Maybe, you know, somebody else has it worse. Oh, I should take the video down. Okay. I'm not going to talk about that again. Clearly it's not that bad. Just like you said with your addiction. Like, yeah, it's the same. I, I really, really think that's what's causing so much of the imposter syndrome is just people gaslighting the hell out of you. Mm -hmm. when. You know, so that just, it goes back to like tuning out the noise and, you know, 
that taking social media breaks, I really think that's like the best thing we can all do for ourselves is just on fucking plug. Don't look at the numbers. Don't look at the yeah. comments. I can't even express that enough. Like, I think for some people, like I, I can definitely relate to this. I can't necessarily just get off social media since I actually like make money with it mm-hmm. and I have to be on it and I have to continue to grow it. Right. But I think with of just not looking at the comments yeah. and not the reading into that stuff and just ignoring it and just you get on, you post, you get off. Yes, that's what I mean. Just and like <laughs> interact with your friends, but like don't be just like wasting your day on it, like scrolling. That refreshing it. Yeah. Like checking people it, always say numbers, you should like... spend more time creating than you are consuming. If you're an Damn. actual creator. So it's like I needed that. Thank you. Sometimes I yeah. <laughs> sometimes I do need to look and consume to gather kind of inspiration, to gather sounds, to be right. to gather like it's research. Yeah. Like I like to see kind of where things are trending or things that people might even have questions about, like mm-hmm. fitness related or trends that I see that I'm like Oh my God, why are you doing that? Please don't do that. That's awful. Please. That's terrible advice. Do not tell yeah. people to like starve and like yeah. only eat and like during this one hour a day, like Definitely. things like that. Yeah. But if I'm just scrolling, scroll, I have to check myself and be like, dude, you could be creating something right now. Yeah. You could be learning something right now. Why are you just scrolling mindlessly through TikTok or Instagram? Yeah. So I think that's definitely something to keep in mind and not go down the rabbit hole of that. And just like you said, tune out the noise. I think yeah. those are like our hot tips for like the social media imposter syndrome because i think that's the biggest cause of it social media honestly you're you're gonna fucking compare and get in your head when your numbers aren't like everybody else dude i do that all the time you don't look like somebody else it's just fucking all it's fucking you can spiral quick yeah it's it's a a quick spiral you have to be mentally um prepared and mentally strong to actually deal with it because Mm -hmm. it, it ebbs and flows because there's days I'll wake up and have hundreds and hundreds of new followers and my, my numbers are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. And then there's weeks that I go that my numbers don't even change. Yeah. And or it's you're like, you're getting unfollowed. Like, it's, yeah. Like there was one time that I actually lost 500 followers in like two days. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? What like, happened? <laughs> I was so stressed out Yeah, because I was like, why are people unfollowing me? I'm doing exactly what I've been doing. Yeah. But after I went through that, then my following went back up and it started like going again. Yeah. But I had to kind of look at it like, okay, the people that don't want to follow me, good, leave. Yeah. I don't want you to follow me if you're not here to support me. Yeah. Interact with me. Like, yeah. So, and most of them were men anyways. So it's probably like, oh, oh you're God. salty that I didn't answer your DM about me selling you socks. Yeah. Okay. I posted my boyfriend and I mean, yeah, maybe for you, but <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Socks and boyfriend. Yeah, I just don't. But honestly, guys, I don't message anybody back on social media. So please don't ever take it personally. I'm sorry. But that's kind of my cleanse. And like you avoid the comments. I avoid my DMs because it sometimes gets overwhelming for me. And sometimes I can spend hours just scrolling and trying to reply back. Or I see negative things or I see disgusting things. So I kind of just don't. It's not personal, but I just can't always be investing all of my energy into like dms i see them most of them and the support and when people are being nice like i love seeing them but it's not personal if i don't respond yeah like it still made me smile and it made my day but i can't always be on top of my dms because it takes away from my mental health if i'm like stressing about dms or if i see something that's negative or disgusting or some gross man is in my dms telling me disgusting things like i just avoid it because i just find that i feel so much better about life when i'm not in my dms because my friends will comment and i will i go through the comments i will respond and i that's where i kind of interact with my friends yeah like i don't necessarily do it through dms all the time well, it makes sense when you explain it that way. Because I, yeah. I was like, I wonder what it is about the DMs. But, like, you get flooded with DMs. Oh, I don't God. have that issue because, you know, I'm smaller. But Dude, I literally was switching. comments are always. Yeah. Not, I was switching much, from but... the uh, Unpack That Podcast um, Instagram page to mine. And it, it it took away, like, how the number of DMs. I can't see, like, any notifications. Mm-hmm. But it told me how many unanswered DMs that I had, like, recently. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, over 250 Dude, on my what page. The fuck? I, and I, I log off like, dude nah. and that's not even like all of them yeah that's just like within the last like the most recent ones doesn't even and cover the hidden ones no oh my god the hidden, hidden ones requests. i get oh my god you guys oh my god i went through them the other day 
Was it all DM to be an ambassador? I want it. There was a lot of those. I want to do an episode where I just read you guys some of these DMs because they are so fucking deranged and off the wall. But there was there was hundreds, yeah, hundreds within like a week. Her face is like getting red. She's oh my god, it stressed me out so bad. Like I felt like I, I they just kept coming in as I was in there, and I just had to abort mission. Yeah, I'm glad I did though because there was a couple girlies that reached out about coaching. Oh good. I'm so mad that they went to the hidden though. Because I'm like, can you just... Yeah. But if you ever reach out to me uh, about coaching in my DMs, please message me again or comment. Because if it goes to my hidden, I don't know if I'm going to see it. There was one girl I reached out. It was like almost a month later. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I just saw this. But I had to dig deep to find that DM. Yeah. So if it happens... I'm not ignoring you. I'd love to coach you, but please either send me another DM or just comment on yeah. one of my posts that says, Hey, I messaged you about coaching. Did you, do you have your email in your bio? I had to take it away. Oh no. There was so many fucking spam. I had a guy, multiple men that would DM or email me about being a sugar baby. Oh. And I'd have all these fucking like random companies that were like, we want you to be an ambassador. We want you to yeah. do a collab. I was getting like, well, not that many, like five to ten emails a day. But that, that's kind of a lot. No, it's a lot. And so I had to take it off. I, yeah. And sometimes they still are able to email me, but it's not as frequent. So I just okay. don't, I can't have my email there because it just, I already get enough spam. Yeah. So if it happens, just go to like my recent post and comment that you messaged me for coaching and I will get back to you ASAP. Hilariously enough, I got a I got an email the other day and they were like, hello, Brie, we'd like to send you some fucking vegan cookies and what you know and they, and they emailed me again today i was like i am not brie how are you it literally says c channing how are you what's not clicking here like i love that they think that we're you or me and i and i know i was like you know what i'm about to order i'm about to say yes and get some, some vegan it. cookies for us Girl, do but it. you can be me i give you permission i just it's that thing we talked about not wanting to like create content for these people yeah we'll just tell them if i like the cookies i'll give you a shout out my story but mm-hmm. i'm not gonna fucking make a post yeah. for free yeah. And it's, then just ugh. tell them you don't like them. You know what I hate? Hmm. When someone, like, messages you or DMs, whatever, they fucking reach out to you about, like, a collab. Ugh. And then you don't you don't respond because you don't want to do it. And, and they, they continue. And they're, like, I'm, like the snarky ones. Like, it's fine if you follow up. Fine. Politely. But, like, if you follow up and you're, like, a, a quick response would be nice. Or, like, we'd appreciate a, a response. I'm, like, fuck off. Like, yeah. I didn't message you. Why Why are you demanding that I have to respond to you? Or the get ones a that, like, grip. get on your posts and comment. Like, we sent you a DM, you need to respond. It's like, oh, my God. I they don't... ask you to message them? Yeah, yeah and it's like, like I... you send fire for sport a quick... Why? No. Like, I don't want to fucking rep your brand that has 11 followers that yeah. you just started that's probably not going to last. Yep. Yep. Like, I, and obviously, if you look at my bio, I'm literally sponsored by a clothing, an athletic brand. Yeah, that's fucking wild that they're doing that to you. Like, Me, I have I can no interest. Sense, like, but... Jimmy Purcell, I die. Sorry. Like, be, come on. Be, be fucking for real. Yeah. Like, be fucking for real. Yeah. Stop, stop. Do your fucking research. I'm not going to drop my fucking company I've been with for years yeah. for some startup company that's not even going to pay me. Yeah. Uh, we're going, we're we want to do a trade. Two. Yes. That two legs. You know what I, you know what, dude, the funniest one I got the other day, it, it almost, I almost let it piss me off. Oh no. The, almost. I stopped myself from being pissed off. I almost responded to this one because it made me so almost mad, but they were like, Oh, I don't remember the, the exact word, but they basically said, have you ever received like two free pairs of leggings? I just know that you haven't. Like, I was like, what? Am I not cool enough to receive two free? I've received many free pairs of leggings. I was so offended. And they, like, put, like, a blushy face. I think they thought they were being, like, Ew, like, cutesy. I was like, you are literally offending me. Like, I'm not getting offended, but, like, that was... Dude, I I hate when people see that. And I've posted this on my story before, but I wanted to post it. Fuck, what the hell? I wanted to say it here. Post it. Yeah. Post it here on the on the fucking pod. <laughs> um, if a brand reaches out to you and they tell you that they want to do a collab or they want to trade products for content, tell them no. Tell them that you need to get paid for that because yeah, but a brand doing fucking free collabs. Oh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, bitch, what is happening? Yeah, no, like, because I didn't know. And yeah. now well, I know, and now I will not do it because you can yeah. make so much money off of this UGC content. Mm-hmm. And brands will literally 
tell you, hey, we'll send you this free outfit in exchange for posting content. And it's like, bitch, you should send me that free fucking outfit if you want me to, yeah, that I didn't ask for, that you want me to post in and give you content for. And then you should also pay me on top of that. Yeah. Like, don't be doing time. Yeah. And it's like, why would I fucking do content for you for a free outfit? Mm. Well, that you should already give me if you want content. Yeah. It's, and then you should pay me for my time. Always like I'm like, yeah, here's my UGC. Here's my here's my, here's my uh, website. Yeah. Oh, I they, literally always attach. They're it. quick to yeah. not respond they're once like, you tell um, them. We don't have that. In we don't have the budget. Or like, oh, um, but we'll uh, keep you in mind for future. Yeah, I'm like, no, no. Dude, like that that, that fucking that nut brand. butter company. Oh, that yeah, that one. And I like told them they were like, we want to bring you on as an ambassador, and like you have to sell like hundred dollars or some shit to get your commission, and like you only get a twenty five percent off discount. And I was like. What does this benefit me? What's this doesn't at all. There's no perk. They're except, playing on ego. Yeah, except I have to get content to you every month, and I get nothing out of it. And then it's like, and, and then when I told them, like, I'm only taking, like, paid sponsorships, like, if there's something else we can work out, mm-hmm. I'd be interested, but I'm not doing it for that. Oh, well, we'll get with our, our uh, whatever manager and have them reach out to you Monday and give you more information. And then they wanted me to send them that video we took that I did for my food reel for free. And I was like, you can pay me for it. Yep. <laughs> but it, I'm not going to send it to you. It was like, I post on my feed, but you're not getting it unless yeah. you pay me. And then they were quick to ghost me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not going to give you fucking content anymore for free. Yeah. It's insulting so, thing about how much free content we've. It's previously given, but it builds it builds a backbone quickly with the stuff. Like you're not going to like hold your ground. Do not let them take advantage of you because if we all stop doing that, and like stop, they will stop doing it, and we will actually make money. See, here's the thing, and this is this is why it's still happening. Is like the smaller creators, the ones that are just starting their fitness Mm -hmm. accounts, they're young, they're wanting to. It's yeah, because I remember, dude. I was like, oh my god, these they want to send me some leggings and I'm yeah. just like so excited. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like looking at myself now. I'm like, wow, that's literally on a website. And yeah. I, I, I was not asked if that could be on their website. You weren't I've, paid I've for stumbled it. I've upon my picture on an Amazon. Like, like I literally was like up on Amazon. I was like, Oh, that's me. Like, cool. Like yeah. didn't get asked uh, another brand. I love, but like, no they money. did not ask me yeah. at all. They just, uh, the second time they did. And I, I approved it. Cause I love, I love the brand, but I was like, Hmm not yeah. cool you know and then that other brand i was working with that i really really yeah. liked but like i was like you're taking advantage of girls with less followers because you know we're, one you're a big brand mm-hmm. and two you know we're excited and we really want to mm-hmm. work with you and so now you're and dude the sec- the second that there's a posting require like a, a content deliverables requirement like you need to deliver this and they have you signing stuff and you're, you're you have to post it on this time this day run like they it's, unless, it's $50 worth of clothes like unless you're getting paid yeah yeah that's like, what I'm saying unless you're getting with fucking my, paid like and I will say though I did have to do the legwork with like Jim Reapers before yeah and I'm with HD yeah. and I, I get paid from Jim Reapers now yeah I don't get paid necessarily from HD but I'm if you're starting with a company that you want to eventually like right. be sponsored with it depends on what you get from them. Because mm-hmm. some companies, I was with some loan company before, that I had to pay $25 at least a month. And I had to buy products for at least 25 a month. And then you'd only, like, get, like, 10% commission. And, I mean, it's, like, how much money are you going to... I was making, like, $9 or something. And I was trying. And you had to post, like, I forget, it was at least two to four times a month or something. Yeah. But it, my requirement was I had to make spend my money yeah that's fucked up and i still had to buy the products yeah like i don't have to buy my supplements from hd i mean i get an allowance if i want more than i get a discounted price i still have to pay for them but i get a discount price but i still get product from them yeah so it's like you have to weigh out your odds and just be smart about it because if they're asking you to do all the shit it like what are you getting in return Mm -hmm. like 25 percent off product that's whack i'll just use it's already up charged yeah, it's not a real discount. No, it's, they're it's literally not. already upselling it. Yeah, so you're, they're literally just taking advantage of you, and that's what's fucked yeah. up about it. So yeah, just, just be smart, smart with it. But like, I understand if you're starting with a brand and brands like if you prove it to them mm-hmm. and prove your loyalty and actually do the work first, mm-hmm. and then you can actually build that relationship with them yeah. and eventually be yeah. like sponsored, make money. Especially if you love the brand and really like believe in it, then yeah, then just don't be taken advantage of. It's like what we're yeah. kind of getting. Don't at. just do it for like a fucking. 
love close one two three four like fucking ten follow like don't don't do that shit man yeah it's it's, you know be smart yeah so that's we went way off on a tangent there this was not related to this was not but i think that's a good stopping point for for the people but we did want to say um if you could rate and review the pod y'all we would love that um we're trying to get our ratings up and then if you listen to it and you like our episode definitely um tag us on instagram we love that uh share it with a friend just yeah let's get this podcast thing going because we've been getting a lot of good feedback lately and we want to just continue to grow the brand and the pod so yeah Cat had to grab a book. He's grabbing a book from my collection of books because I don't have a book, so I'm just gonna. Well, I have read a off s- a book that I have. <laughs> the like. song. Go ahead. She got a book. Um, it's called Mad Love, but it's the Blinky remix. I was listening the to Blinky it. remix. Yeah, okay. it's by Mabel, but what's the vibe? Uh, it's like EDM. Oh, okay. But, but like, like pretty, pretty fun stuff. So- it's summer. I added it to my summer bop playlist. BTWs. Um, I'm adding more to that for us for summer because it's like summer vibes. Good. Yeah. So we're gonna need, need that. Some, I, need I added our ghastly song to it, obviously. Oh, so God. That's amazing. <laughs> Such a good song. Um, let me see. The other day we were listening to it in the car, and Cat was like, "Is it okay if I replay it?" And I was like, "Bitch, yes." I have literally had this song on replay for like weeks now. Like hyperfixation is fucking hyperfixation. It's so. And I'm like, it's the only song I've played in the gym. That and the Morgan Wallen song. Mm -hmm. The one, the, uh, Think About Me. Bro, I can't stop. I think I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. Can you do that again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't think I've heard that one yet. Is that, it might be on his new album. He's like, yeah, he's saying like, are you thinking about me? Like, when she's with like an her new dude uh, i know that you're thinking about me like you know why dude it's such I know, a bomb. I know he's got a new album out so i'm sending it to you because i'm literally Please. fucking obsessed and i cannot stop i, I just can't. want to point out that brie roasted me for hating country for loving country music not even like a month ago when the super bowl was on and now she's a big country girl so but that was you're welcome. that was not a good country song that was it was chris stapleton and if you know who that is you know that that is a fucking lie I Chris Stapleton is daddy. I'm picky about my country. You would actually like Chris Stapleton if you gave him a chance. I feel like I like Morgan Wallen. Chris Stapleton's like I think I actually have like a Chris Stapleton song on my playlist. Maybe I'm not gonna sing it. Why I sing? No, I cannot sing. I can't either, dude. Did you hear what I just said? It's funny. I loved it. It's um, funny because I can't yeah, say. I'm glad she likes country now because it was. She was we'll see how long Lady Gaga and I was about to jump out the car. So it was okay, but Lady Gaga was more so for like the throwback vibes. It's like it brought me back to like the sixth grade. It's not like I like to listen to Lady Gaga. It just brings me back to being a kid. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. like I'm not gonna listen to fucking Just Dance for fun. Oh, like God. it's just it brings me back to that era yeah. of being in middle school yeah. and being I at a dance. It was and, a great era. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Be alive. yeah. Okay, we're gonna finish this off. Um, I actually haven't read it this read it this. I haven't read this yet. I've uh, read it this. I started the introduction. I just I have this bad habit of starting books and just reading eight books at once, and then I forget which one I'm reading. Anyway, uh, it's I might have said this one already. It's David Goggins' second book. It came out in like December. Oh, um, we love David. Yeah, it's called Never Finished. So I think that's just if you read his first book, I think this is just that was like his you know life story and stuff. This is, like, how to kind of get to that point mentally is kind of what I read about it. Um, so just just how to really set those habits into place. So Love And it. coming from him, I would trust that. So, uh, yeah, Never Finished by David Goggins. And that is all, folks. Word. All right, guys. Well, um... Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed our tangent. Yeah. We'll catch, catch you on the, on the flip side. Yeah, bye. Bye.